0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of BBP News. I'm Nicholas Rod. Chris Baker's here with me, and we are back for another Friday morning episode. Chris, start us off, like we always do, with some weather.
1: In Los Angeles, California, it is partly cloudy, 67, with a partly cloudy weekend in Houston, Texas. It is cloudy, 78, and mostly sunny weekend in Chicago, Illinois. It is partly cloudy, 49, with a mostly sunny weekend. And then finally, in New York City, it is mostly sunny, 45, with a partly cloudy weekend.
0: Well, you know, Chris, we are officially in December now. Um, You know, we're a couple days into December, actually, at this point. And I don't know about you, but when it hits December, I, I don't care what the, you know, what the seasonal rotation is when we actually start winter if it hits you know when it hits december 1st it's winter in my eyes so let
1: me guess december 1st hits and you also put up your christmas tree uh
0: actually no we we've had our christmas tree up for a while now (laughs) i don't remember when it was actually even put up um but we had it i i think we had it up like two weeks before thanksgiving so
1: Do not talk to me.
0: Hey, it wasn't my choice. Don't talk to me. It wasn't my choice, okay? I I, I didn't have an opinion on this. I didn't have a say.
1: You Uh want to know what my say is? What? It's December 3rd, and my Christmas tree still is not and It probably won't be put up until, like, the 20th, if it gets put up at all.
0: Yeah, well, I mean... We we kind of discussed before your outlook on the winter holidays at this point in time. You know, your Thanksgiving was quiet. It was, you know, and you you appreciated that. Nothing really went on. You appreciated that. You know, you've kind of expressed your, not distaste, but your kind of eh, iffy, wishy-washy feelings about Christmas at this point. So, it doesn't surprise me that that's the case at all.
1: But, you know, Nick. This year is baby's first Christmas, right? And for some reason, I have this fear that the Christmas tree would get flipped over.
0: You know, if that does happen, I hope you have it on video because that—that's something we all need to see.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, in the room that the tree usually goes in, there's a security camera in there, so it would be caught on camera for sure.
0: You know, it would kind of remind me if anyone has watched and you know it's a very popular movie but if anyone has watched uh, the movie Christmas Vacation then like you'll understand just like I imagine that tree like your tree falling down just like it does in the movie just kind of slow and then all of a sudden there are just decorations everywhere
1: just hopefully not a dead cat
0: yeah no hopefully no dead cat (laughs) that'd be bad
1: well, Nick, I'm happy to report I've already bought all my Christmas presents. My Christmas shopping is officially done.
0: Wow. Uh, you know, I haven't even started my Christmas ventures. I have, like, everything lined up for what I want to do. At least for the most part, the the only thing that remains to be determined is what I'm getting my five-month-old nephew. But uh, beyond that... Oh, you've that,
1: decided what you're going to buy me?
0: Yeah, air. I'm going to buy you a box through you. Yeah, well, you know, you'll appreciate it.
1: I guess guess I'll just return the present I bought you.
0: Oh, you bought me something. Is it also a box?
1: No, it's a real present.
0: Whoa. I'm Mm -hmm. shocked.
1: The only thing left on my Christmas agenda is to wrap them. But you know what? I'm thinking Uh, this year, why don't I go more traditional and just wrap them in garbage bags?
0: I was gonna say, or just put them in like, just put them in bags and not, not even plastic bags but you know like the nice uh like the nice plastic bags with the little rope type no. handles on the top and you know
1: nope that's too much
0: too much to too fancy i'm thinking over the top i could
1: just top. put them back in the original amazon box oh, there you go
0: there you go yep now you're thinking
1: Instead of your stupid gift bags and box ideas, do Look,
0: look, look, look. <laughs> I have my way, you have yours. Stay out of
1: it. Yeah. I'm telling you, if you make me put up a Christmas tree one day, two weeks before Thanksgiving, there's going to be strongly worded emails.
0: Look, I'll, I'll say this one more time, in case I wasn't clear. It wasn't my choice.
1: <laughs> it but for some reason, I feel like you played a role in this dumb idea.
0: No. No. The only role I played is trying not to run into the totes of ornaments every two seconds after I left my room.
1: I don't know. Annie's, Annie's in studio with us today, if you can't tell. And uh, she blames you, too.
0: Well, you know, you guys can continue blaming me all you want, but... We have a show, you know, we have plenty of news to get into here, so let's jump
1: right in. The month of December is going to look very busy, you know. Um, There's a lot of things going on, including... Passing a continuing resolution that they did last night to avoid a government shutdown. Avoid defaulting on the country's debt for the first time in history before December 15th. Pass the National Defense Act by December 31st. And Democrats also want to pass the bill back better through the Senate before Christmas.
0: So where do we stand on all of these issues? On the government shutdown, Congress passed a continuing resolution to keep the government open until February 18th. The vote in the House was 221 to 212, with one Republican voting to keep the government open. And in the Senate, the vote was 69 to twenty-eight. When it comes to avoiding the debt ceiling and defaulting on our debts, currently there is no public plan and no legislation on the floor. Both parties say they don't want us to default. They must pass the National Defense Authorization Act by December 31st. That was shot down in the Senate on Monday, and negotiations in the Senate are ongoing. The Build Back Better plan is being pushed Democrats to be passed by Christmas, but Virginia Democrat Joe Manchin will not agree to pass the bill yet. And on top of that, the Senate is set to go on recess on December 13th.
1: Tuesday, the Supreme Court started to hear oral arguments in the case that experts say is the most significant and real challenge to the abortion rights in nearly 50 years. The High Court will hear the case against the Mississippi abortion ban, which prohibits all abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy, with some exceptions. The law was passed in Mississippi back in 2018, and a federal district court judge who initially heard the case struck down the Mississippi law, saying it was unconstitutional. Then a three-judge panel at a very conservative Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals upheld the lower court ruling agreeing with the previous judge saying it is unconstitutional. But then the state of Mississippi appealed again and the Supreme Court ended up agreeing to take up the case. The precedent of the case established in the 1973 Roe v. Wade case asserts that states cannot restrict abortions from Fetal viability typically around 24 weeks in pregnancy and even longer in cases which patient life or health concerns come into question.
0: The issue of viability is at the heart of the Mississippi case also playing into all of this is the current six to three conservative majority uh, in the Supreme Court at the moment and this is not the only high-profile abortion case the justices have heard this year. Just last month, they heard the case against the Texas abortion ban. In terms of the Supreme Court ruling on both of these cases, we will all have to wait. The justices usually hear the cases now and will not issue rulings until the end of the term. That generally means sometime in June. There is also no cameras allowed in the Supreme Court, but you were allowed to listen to it.
1: You may soon be able to take a pill to treat COVID-19. That's because the FDA's Independent Advisory Panel voted earlier this week in a 13 to 10 vote to give its emergency use authorization. This is Merck's COVID pill, and this pill will be able to be used in adults with a mild to moderate COVID-19 infection and who are at severe risk of disease or hospitalization. There was lots of questions about the drug's effectiveness safety, and whether it would possibly contribute to mutations in more dangerous COVID-19 variants. Mark originally said the drug was more than 50% effective in preventing hospitalization and death, but after the FDA fully investigated that research, the panel said this week, the drug is actually more like 30% effective. But the benefits included in this or it doesn't need to be administered through an IV or injection.
0: Merck says patients should begin the treatment during early onset symptoms, generally within five days. Both Merck and the FDA advise pregnant women to not take this drug, along with children. As always with emergency use authorization, there are several steps before this pill becomes available to the general public. Now the FDA commissioner will either approve or deny this endorsement by the panel and then it gets sent to the CDC advisory panel who will either approve or deny the recommendation.
1: This week, two more huge vaccine mandate updates coming from two different judges over the CMS vaccine mandate and vaccine mandates for federal contractors. First, the CMS vaccine mandate, a federal district judge in Louisiana issued an injunction over the vaccine mandate for employees that work at medical facilities that receive federal funding. This is similar to the Missouri judge ruling just one day earlier that blocked the mandate in 10 different states. Those 10 states were Alaska, Arkansas, Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, Nebraska, New Hampshire, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Wyoming. The difference in the ruling Tuesday extended it to a nationwide pause on the CMS vaccine mandate for every single state. This case was brought up by attorney generals in Arizona, Alabama, Georgia, Idaho, Indiana, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Montana, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Utah, and West Virginia. This case is not over and it will continue to play out in Louisiana court. The next
0: vaccine pause is on the federal contractors. A judge in Kentucky has also ordered a primary injunction to pause the president's vaccine mandate for federal contractors in three states. Those being Kentucky, Ohio, and Tennessee. This case will continue to play out. It is not over yet. There are lots of injunctions and lots of moving parts and every single vaccine mandate is different. So just because one is stopped or paused, that doesn't mean they all are. We'll be seeing a lot of rulings coming along here in the next couple of weeks. So follow us on Twitter for the latest on all of that.
1: Getting into rapid news. The Omicron variant was first detected in California. And since then, there were five positive cases in New York, along with one in Colorado and Minnesota.
0: A school shooting took place in Oxford, Michigan on Tuesday, leaving four people dead, and for more information on that, there's an article up on Medium available now.
1: Nick, what do you got for Friday morning good news?
0: All right, so just a nice little heartwarming story, right? We've dialed wrong numbers before. I don't know about you, Chris, but I know I've done it plenty of times over the years, and... Someone
1: accidentally called me this morning, Nick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was looking for someone that wasn't me.
0: (laughs) It's very uh, ironic that I I found this story this morning, too. So, essentially what happened was, 20 years ago, um, a Florida woman had been trying to reach her sister in Maryland, but ended up calling a man in Rhode Island. Well, you know, obviously the first time, it was a wrong number. You know, she quickly hung up after she realized that she had misdialed. But then, you know, she started calling the man more frequently, you know, kept dialing that number. And so they started talking, just little casual conversations at first. But then as time went on, uh, you know, their friendship actually began to deepen. And it got to a point, you know, there was a point where the man had said that he really realized how deep their friendship was when... The woman's son had called him and said that someone close to their family had passed away. And so that's when he knew that, you know, their friendship was was as deep as it was. And so 20 years go by and the man and his family are down in Florida uh, visiting some family for the holidays. And they were a couple of miles away from where this woman lived. And so they stopped by and actually met for the first time. Um... You know, they met face-to-face, they got some pictures together, um, you know, they talked a little bit, and it was really cool. And the man put up a post on Facebook with with a quote that, you know, I, I felt was just really cool. So, he wrote, quote, there are incredible people in this world that are just a wrong number phone call away, end quote. So, overall just a really cool story a wrong number you know dialing a wrong number led to a 20-year friendship and they actually got to meet face to face for the first time
1: here's the thing nick i'm very disappointed to tell everyone that the wrong number that called me um we're not gonna be best friends because they hung up on me so very disappointing and now i wish i get a best friend that accidentally calls me
0: well you never know chris because this this all started out with uh this Florida woman hanging up on the man as well. So you never know what could happen.
1: I should I call him back and ask them if they want to be best friends. <laughs> uh,
0: on one hand, I can see you doing that. On the other hand, I can't see that at all. And I'm not sure which side wins.
1: Oh, it's definitely the second option.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I can see you at some point being like, Oh, why not? But, Oh, well, maybe I'm just crazy. You are.
1: Well, that is the end of this Friday morning news. Tomorrow morning, Nick, will be back here with a Saturday Good News episode because it is the beginning of the month, if you can believe it or not. Woo-hoo. But until tomorrow morning, have a great Friday, everyone. Make sure you follow us on BBP News' Twitter account for the latest 24-hour breaking news. But we will talk to you guys tomorrow morning.
0: Bye, guys. Chris, Chris, Chris! What? What are we doing for our next Wednesday show? My DMs are being flooded right now. I I don't know what to tell them.
1: Well, you know what? I'll tell everyone right now as everyone knows dumb laws are ending and we are sticking with the theme of dumb but we're going to idiots and what we're doing is idiots in the news each week i will read nick a news story about an idiot in the news and he is going to react with them with his purest reactions ever because i have a full list of idiots in the news and nick doesn't have a clue what's going on and i think he's going to be just as blown away with these idiots as I was. You mean I don't get to know ahead of time? Nope, you won't have a slightest clue. <sighs> alright. Well, guess I get to react with all you. The first idiot in the news will be December 8th, Wednesday. Mark your calendars and we will see you then.